Hi, welcome back to Recruitment 101 podcast. Uh, this time we are with Nicole, Jazz and Caroline uh, talking about women in recruitment. So as we know, this is a really pivotal topic at the moment uh, in recruitment. We've got quite a few articles on this on our website as well, which will be linked in the bio for this podcast. So feel free to have a listen. Um, so why don't we just start with everybody introducing themselves? Great. Yeah. Well, I'm Caroline. Um, I'm a senior vice president of client services based uh, out in in Seattle. Uh, I've been in life sciences recruitment for 15 years now, and I moved out to Seattle with Skills Alliance to to help build our US business. Um, And honestly, I really enjoy working with companies that are curing disease and improving patients' lives. It's the reason that I'm, I'm here and working um, at Skills Alliance and doing what I do. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking more about women in, in recruitment <laughs> and life sciences. <laughs> in the right place then. Yeah. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Nicole. I'm probably the, the baby of the group in terms of experience. Um, I've been at Skills now for about a year and a half. Um, I'm a senior recruitment consultant now and based in our London office. Primarily, I work with smaller to medium-sized biotechs um, in the East Coast of the US that are focused on drug discovery, uh, mostly on their AI efforts and how they're using AI to push forward their pipelines. Um, But yeah, so I've probably got the least amount of experience, but I've been working with marketing and with Millie and Claire on some of the articles for their website, um, and one of them has been heavily focused on women in recruitment, um, imposter syndrome to be exact. So I thought doing this podcast would be a nice little segue off of that. Yeah, and I'm Jasmine. So I've been at Skills Alliance coming up to about four years and a half. Um, my whole experience within recruitment has been at Skills Alliance. Now I'm a senior manager. Um, and I head up DNI in the company. The market that I focus on um, within recruitment is more the manufacturing space, quality, and regulatory affairs. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Uh, so I think a nice way to sort of kick this podcast off would be to ask you about inspirational women within the industry, whether that be recruitment industry or the life science industry, uh, and sort of give an example, can be someone from within this company if you wanted to, <laughs> or not to brag, but it could be. It's um, you, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> it's me. Um, so just, yeah, just going around and just having a bit of a chat about people that are inspirational to you. Well, I found this question honestly impossible to answer because the reality is I work with women, you know, not just at this company, but in the industry that I just genuinely really, really admire. These are women that have progressed their careers. You know, these these are women that might be, be scientists, they might be clinicians, um, women in, 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 you know, in talent acquisition um, that have built their careers along with also building family and having I suppose that that true that that true work-life balance and you know not not letting life get in the way of doing what they feel passionate about and what they're inspired to do so I know Millie this isn't probably the 
you know, the answer you were looking for, but you know, genuinely there are women out there where we're meeting with them, we're working with them every day that, you know, have have got it all and are really, really pushing their careers forward. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well my experience in recruitment has only been at skills like jazz. So I did focus internally. That was kind of the first thing that came to mind. And I did actually say jazz was (laughs) (laughs) mainly because when I first joined it was last January, um, January twenty twenty two, I Jazz was the only female manager in our EU PAN division that we had. At the time, I can't remember how big the team was, but now we're like 35, maybe pushing 40, I think, was the new grads coming in. Um, And Jazz was the only um, female manager, so naturally she was kind of the person to look up to, really. Um, And she joined as a grad, right? Yeah. Yeah, and now you're a a senior manager, so with a team of four. Um, And what I particularly liked as well, and I like seeing this on a day-to-day basis, is like how you managed Emily and now Emily's a manager, manager yeah. yeah for anyone listening Emily's now a manager she's a principal consultant at skills um and she's on jazz's team and so I just liked seeing the synergy of like one female leader bringing up the next you know passing yes. the baton on yeah. yeah passing the baton on and now she has a, a grad who's also a female so hopefully it'll keep going yeah. Yeah. strong but team That's that was strong my, yeah team. so that was my natural um answer to that but like Caroline said so many women just in this business alone like Caroline herself Rach for example also um women in like leadership positions that I think us younger women can all look up to in that sense so yeah yeah thank you so much Nicola it's so strange to hear it because you don't really you know when you're in a position you don't really know how other people are perceiving you and kind of how people would look up to you so yeah it's it's really yeah no one's ever said that before so I feel like ah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, um, yeah, actually talking about my team, it's funny that I've recruited mostly women in it. Yeah. I feel really bad for Archie, so we're six. And there's only Archie that's male, so, like, the chat that goes on on, on desk is so, like, I've noticed that I'm just cracking on. Um, but anyway, going back to uh, inspirational women, when I heard this, um, a couple of people came to mind within Skills Alliance as well, Caroline being one of them. But obviously, mm-hmm. Caroline, you're quite far away from us, so it's not like yeah. we have that much visibility to you. But I'm so happy you're in the London office. Like, you should stay here. Or like, come on, I'm happy to yeah. tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's But someone who I've admired a lot is Rachel. I think similar to you, Nicole, because when I started in the company, she was the only female leader as well. So she's the only person that I got to look up to. Um, and she went through quite a difficult patch because I remember when I had just first passed, basically her whole team left or like close to her whole team left um and I've seen her kind of build up her team again from basically scratch and it being one of the most successful teams on contracts um and that's something that yeah she should feel really proud of um and also her personal billings I think I mean I might be mistaken but she hadn't she hasn't blanked for like five plus years so that is crazy to me Mm, like she manages to um, have that balance between management and building herself which I find so difficult um and yeah she's a lovely person as well so when I see her doing amazing things I'm like yeah I want to be like that and yeah she's so bubbly as well isn't she yeah Yeah, Yeah. she's going to launch our New York office yeah yeah big thing as well yeah big thing you keep eyes peeled like yeah. there's something coming on rage soon yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah. Yeah. yeah no i think it's nice that everyone sort of 
gone to people at Skills Alliance. I think the first person that comes to my mind as well as my manager, Claire, who's yeah. worked, started off in recruitment, has, I think, she's going to shoot me here if I say the wrong number, but I think it's yeah. about 20 years <laughs> experience <laughs> in recruitment. We'll blank uh, this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, she's amazing. She started off in recruitment herself and was billing and then used all of her knowledge to to set up marketing teams and raise a family at the same time, which is absolutely insane. So yeah, very big kudos to Claire. Yeah. So uh, thanks, guys. Moving on to a really important question here. So how do you feel that the industry currently is regarding women in recruitment? So what do you feel are the strengths for women in our industry and what are some of the challenges and issues that women face in our in our industry sort of recruitment maybe life science recruitment in particular or just just recruitment in general as an industry because you know the recruitment industry is unfortunately famously predominantly male it's quite a boisterous industry and it's very full-on so it's amazing seeing women flourishing <laughs> in yeah. the industry now but you know traditionally i suppose i shouldn't really say that though should i it's mainly male so yeah. how do you feel now that we've progressed so far that women are in recruitment so i think i think we're progressing um i think you know if you you're totally right millie i think you know historically and you know still to this day the individuals that have a seat at the table you know, when it comes to making decisions, um, are, are male, right? Mm -hmm. uh, within recruitment. Um, that being said, and I do think Skills Alliance is a really good um, example of this. If you actually look at the number of managers in our business, mm -hmm. the number of female managers has been pretty you know, significantly increasing over the last mm. few years. In class, um, it was like 74% in the last year and a half. 70, exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, honestly, Insane. is really, really impressive. Um, there is still work to be done. I think we can all agree that. I think the next thing is, is looking at, okay, that's great. We've got all of these women now progressing in more sort of mid middle to, to senior management positions. Okay. How, how do we then get them into executive leadership positions? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll probably talk about this in a minute about, you know, perhaps some of the challenges and how we'd overcome those, but that's what I'm seeing, you know, right now, um, you know, sitting on a team as well, a leadership team for me, of all men, with the exception of me, um, is, 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 you know, it's, it's obviously noticeable, but I will say that I feel incredibly empowered by the business I've always have done. I've always felt very supportive to, you know, supported to, to progress and grow and, you know, really, really take, take my career yeah, where absolutely. I wanted to. So, yeah, in short... I think we're getting there. Mm. I really do, but there is more work to be done. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The foundations are well and truly in now. Laid. Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. I think I agree with that. Definitely still work to be done naturally as there is. I think that's kind of ties into the challenge. A part of I guess the ultimate challenge is just making the change. Um it is a slow journey and it doesn't just occur overnight so sometimes I feel that the struggle can just be the frustration that comes from wanting to make so much change or wanting to see so much change but knowing that it takes time you know old habits die hard and um and stuff like that but 
yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was looking this up when, when I saw this question because I was just interested to kind of to, to look at it. Um, smaller companies, smaller recruitment companies like ours do a lot better with progression in, in kind of women in recruitment than larger companies do. And I talked about this in the article a little bit. Um, one of the, the studies I read from starving industry um, analysts said that I think it was like 53% of small companies report that they have women in CEO positions or owners' roles, something along those lines. Whereas larger companies, it was like 18% at the really larger firms. So I think that ties quite nicely into, like you said, that how you've always felt supported in, in your progression at skills. Is that as a smaller company, I think we just get it better maybe than, than other companies do. Um, obviously, still work to be done, of course. But I think, like you said, the like Claire said, the 74% improvement in female leadership in the last two years is really a stepping stone in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, and I can see that there's loads of efforts that are, be, that are being done. Like compared to when I first started, similar to what you said when you first joined the team, it was all men. Um, and I think it was like that for quite some time when I first joined the company. I was, yeah. I was the only woman on um, on, on the team. Um but now, when there is when there are grad intakes, you always see diversity in training sessions and things like that. When I first joined, it was a long track. Yeah, the last podcast, um, we were three guys, and then there was me. So um, there's de- definitely more conscious about it now, and the floor is really diverse. I think our ratio is like sixty um, guys to forty ladies, which is which is not bad. Uh, obviously, still improvements to do, but I do think that. Um, as you move up, there are less and less women in those senior leadership roles, mm-hmm. um, on the executive board, uh, executive leadership, and on the board. There's no voice um, there for for the women. So that's something that's definitely going to be or should be the next focus for Skills Alliance is to get more women up there and and for them to be representing um, the rest of the ladies at, at Skills. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll get there. Yeah, I actually yeah. think we do. We're mm-hmm. moving in the right direction. Absolutely. We need yeah. to keep we need to keep going though. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep going. Let's let's yeah. speed up, not slow yeah. down. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think I think as you said, being quite a small well, I suppose medium to small yeah. company yeah. in the industry, we have the ability to actually build our team. So we're already small. So as we're making it bigger, we are actually having the ability to to choose to have more women yeah yeah definitely so something i thought was quite interesting when i was thinking about this and it's more on the, the positive side was you know how traditionally women will sometimes be passed up for promotion or, or something like that or not moved into leadership roles because they're considered to be too soft or too emotional these like words that we hate hearing as women what i find quite a positive thing is that at skills i find that those are those are characteristics that people look for in leadership which i really enjoy so like jazz i think i always i just i just think in your team they're lucky to have you because you just get it, you know, like as a woman, you just get it immediately. But then even like NDC, my manager, I think he's so in touch with his own emotions and so sensitive that he knows how to manage a woman because I was the only um, female in my team for almost a year and a half. Sophie just joined a few months ago. Um, but I like that kind of those words now, like emotional or soft or whatever, can be used as weapons in the opposite way almost. Yeah. And I think a lot of the positive management at skills comes from 
really understanding each individual's emotions and who they are as a person and not just a blanket level of, of management yeah. um which is nice like as me and NBC talk about whether or not I want to manage a lot of the things you'll say that are he sees as positives for me to manage is my emotional side or how in touch I am with my emotional intelligence and things like that which I think is nice to hear as a woman yeah definitely <laughs> yeah. um what do you feel is the best approach to overcome the challenges that we've kind of mentioned just <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> solve solve this problem yeah, that's really good um so I thought a lot about this answer because it's something that I've touched on. Um, so, you know, working with, with Jazz, we're actually doing some some women in recruitment um, sessions around, you know, empowering um, women in their, in their careers here at Skills okay. Alliance, which we're really looking forward to. The solution, I think, comes in two ways. I think self-advocation is a big one. And Nicole, you touched on this with your, you know, on your article about imposter syndrome. I think having that that confidence and that, I guess, that clarity for women to be able just to speak up, speak about what they're doing, speak about their achievements, you know, promote themselves, not in an egotistical <laughs> you know yeah. annoying way right but in in a in a genuine like hey this is what i want to do i'm going to go after it and then when they've done it i did this mm -hmm. right and there are you know there are gender differences in you know communication styles and things yeah. like that you know we know that for example uh women apologize more than men do even if they are you know in the wrong <laughs> yeah the transgressor right yeah. so you know, I think there's that sort of underlying, you know, piece around, you know, self-advocation and, and, and being confident. Don't apologize for, you know, what you want and, and, and why you want to get it, right? So I think there's, there's a, piece, a piece there around that and then around collaborating more as women and supporting each other, like really, really, you know, supporting each other. You know, if I've got someone of my team that I know wants to, you know, go towards a promotion, I help. I want to help her as much as possible, right? And and be be a resource to one another. But then the second part to my answer is, as well, looking at the ecosystem, the company ecosystem in which you know the, the women in the business are are working in. So, do we do we have you know initiatives? Do we have promotion criteria do we have you know supportive management team that are going to help women basically progress do we have those DEI initiatives right because you can have all the will in the world but you do need a company ecosystem that's going to be able to support that progression and support those those you know that female empowerment in the workplace mm -hmm. um, and I do think that here at Skills it's something that we have been really thinking about actively like you have jazz i have you have claire, i know claire has mm -hmm. like yeah. so i think we're building a really nice ecosystem that's gonna support women to progress absolutely um now for me and we you know we can always do better and we're doing more and more and we'll keep doing that i have confidence in that but now and that's the sort of the point of, of the sessions that claire and i are going to be running with the ladies now i want the women to be a bit more <laughs> like right I want to build my career. This is where I want to take my career. Now, let's go. 
So that's my my thoughts on it. I know I did just talk for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone else wants to, <laughs> but I, I feel I feel yeah. strongly. I really feel passionately yeah. about this. Yeah, so, definitely. I when I thought about this question, I just thought about how much change has come from um, since we've really began the DE and I groups, and since we've really pushed the initiatives as well. I know we'll talk about that in, in a bit, but. I just thought that I think that is really important to put that in place and not have it as, if companies don't already, to put that in place and not have it as a kind of passive, you know, check the box group that doesn't really do anything. Like we hold our meetings once a month, sometimes more frequently if there's a, a really important topic um, and so on. And I think that's really important for just making sure it never slips from people's minds that there's still work to do and we don't get comfortable. Um but I think a really important point, and I spoke about to Claire about this a bit as well, is that I don't think it's just about women advocating for women. It should be about really involving our male peers in DEI initiatives and educating them as well. Like sometimes I think it's so great to have. We did that um, International Women's Day um, morning with just the ladies, and it's yeah. so nice sometimes to just be with the girlies. Um, but <laughs> then, but then other times we do really need to keep them up to date and educate them. And I think a lot of the men in this office if not all of them are definitely open to knowing more and being involved more um and i think it's really important to get them on board with our initiatives and make them feel like they can because i yeah. think sometimes it's hard to know like, is it my place to get involved in women's business and stuff and it's it's like you know if you're advocating for it why not um yeah. so we really do need active involvement from everyone really across the board in, in recruitment to make those changes but i think yeah just to follow on from I guess what Caroline said about the power within you and women supporting women we just have to incorporate our male peers as well and get them get them chatting and talking and pushing (laughs) yeah yeah I I think with skills it sounds corny as hell but I think that because we're quite a small company we're all quite we're all friends Mm. and everyone just gets along in the office so because we're all friends everyone's got like an unrooted respect for everybody else so that's why they're so open to learning more all yeah. about women yeah, <laughs> um, you sure. know they're not they're not being horrible yeah. <laughs> about it because we are all friends and little family there we go yeah. that's the corny yeah, as hell line <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no but um it's true that um you know overcoming the challenges is really difficult like especially in the higher as you look higher up but since starting the DNI um, kind of board and, and centers and things like that, I've seen a real like change in the culture where like people feel like they have a voice, and I feel that's really important. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I think that people can really exchange ideas with one another. Everything is open, whereby like every suggestion is something that we're going to discuss. We're going to talk about, find ways around it, and that's the way that we're going to get better is by having that. So that's really, really encouraged either like in a direct way or anonymous way. It's, it's always something that we want to do. Um, and then, yeah, I think it's even small changes, anything really to be able to empower the women um, and make them feel like they're supportive is amazing. That's why I'm so excited about like what's going to start happening. And it's what Caroline said is true. Like, um, we do want, I think, sorry, I'm digressing, you know? But yeah, you made me think now that it's true that we need to have a little bit more energy. Yeah. Um, and I think it comes from like, you know, when you're doing your, just your day to day and you're just busy with what the tasks that you have at hand mm-hmm. um, and then you get pulled into a meeting, you're not 
you're not like mentally 100% that. So maybe we, we can work something out before those meetings where like, it's like a little bit of a discussion or like I can kind of rub them up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, how, kind of following on from that, how do you believe, that, or do you believe that D&I initiatives are having a positive impact? So I know we've just sort of mentioned that since we've been doing them, we've started to see a change already. But do you think that a majority of our change is because of DNI initiatives or... I suppose we have like other workshops like your women in recruitment workshop with Claire and lots of different things. But do you think this is all sort of rooted from having a strong DNI? Um, I don't really know how to put this. A strong DNI board at and view at Skills Lines. Yeah, I think I think it I think it's definitely. I mean, it's look, it's helped. It definitely has helped. Um, I think as well, you know, I found it really refreshing that, you know, our, our leadership team, which obviously is predominantly male, has also been really, really passionate and, you know, proactive about, you know, supporting women in, in recruitment and women at skills and, and wanting, you know, wanting us basically to, to do the do this stuff, to, to run these sessions, run these initiatives. And, and I think there's a curiosity from the leadership team around, you know, what can they do to help also empower the Women at Skills Alliance more? So I think the DEI, DEI initiatives that we've done, I think are, are really good and we're going to do more and more. And I think it's going to just it's just going to build momentum as we keep Absolutely. going. Um, but I think the big thing that stands out to me um, that we've sort of touched on is, is the word inclusion, right? I do think it's really important that as we're doing what we're doing, we're involving everyone in the business. We're telling, you know, we're telling them what we're doing. We're sharing that with everyone in the business because we are all stronger together as a company, right? And, and, as one big team and I think the more that we can share what we're doing and you know get everyone literally everyone on board um I think the the more impactful the the change is going to have um specifically for, for the women in the business so yeah yeah definitely I think it has really helped we touched on this just beforehand but some of the key things that we've done as a result of having the DEI groups and initiatives like the the period leave that was just rolled out that's really great that's absolutely that was yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's really that's is. just such a move in the in the right direction to be honest and it had such a positive reaction from the floor generally outside of the groups who had been talking about it and kind of manifesting it for some time like when it actually hit everyone's emails and, and the floor everyone was kind of like this is amazing um, so I think that was just something that really came from open and, and honest discussion in those DEI groups um, obviously that International Women's Day that we did with the breakfast and the yeah. chatting and the fun like music and the playlist just like little things like that make yeah. it are, are really nice and, and going to the we went to a, a women in recruitment conference um, at the end of last year which was really good actually and that was not just um, actually I don't think any of the leadership were there I think it was actually aimed at kind of consultants senior consultants principal consultants some of the younger women in the business um, which was great so we saw that firsthand and, and we went ourselves and that was really great to hear from a lot of women same age and same sort of backgrounds as us um but yeah in short i think it's absolutely helped both 
in an actual material way, like with the period leave and, and things like that, but also with, like you said, the culture um, improving that. I think it just helps to have somewhere to go, like mm-hmm, you mentioned, yeah. that's not just your manager. Um, I always say I'm quite lucky. I feel like I could tell MDC anything, but <laughs> if you're, you know, if you're a woman on a team and your and your manager's male, as much as you might love them, sometimes some things aren't. You know, you don't want to take <laughs> yeah. it to them. So being able to go to, for example, Jazz or like Rihanna heads up um, my um, specific subsection of of the women in recruitment, um, the women in the workplace meetings, it's just. Yeah, really good points for the future. Safe space. Safe space, yes. Safe space. I really is a safe space. Yeah. The period policy was our first policy yeah. that got yeah. launched. And I'm just like, okay, what's the next one? What's the next one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was so fun to do, actually, to like communicate yeah. with everyone and put it all in place. And yeah, it's such a learning curve as well. Like, I didn't know that a policy, I thought, okay, it's just like, okay, explain what it is and that's that. But no, you have to go like really into details into what it means. So that was a very interesting um, thing. But yeah, I think there's a lot more to come. It's a lot of the time it's about finding ideas because we have, um, so, you know, these monthly meetings um, with the wider business. So I think it's like about six people in each group. um, And that's where we pull the ideas from. So so, So it's the voice of, the people so it's not the board that is making those decisions it's um it's the people but it's also finding the challenges that come with it so like for example for the period policy it's a lot to do with like okay so how do we overcome um if it's been taking advantage of like yeah and, and things like that and those are the like little aspects that sometimes can take time in the discussions but um yeah i think overall it's been um it's been positive and um, I'm really excited for the future and what else we can do. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like jazz. Yeah. 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 What's next, Jazz? Yeah. It feels like we scratched the surface, which is nice. There's like so much more to talk about and, and do, which is going to be really cool to do all of like, the remaining part of this year. I mean, who, who knows? We can sit down in a year's time and we'll be... Yeah. Head and shoulders above where we were now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we need to do a follow up to this. Yes. 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 Do it. Um, so I feel like that's actually a really good note to end on. So we we've spoken about how how skills have tackled women in recruitment, the women in recruitment as a whole in the industry, and and how we're progressing as a company. So it's been amazing chatting with um, all three of you. Thanks so much for sitting down with me <laughs> on Recruitment 101. Thank you. So catch us next time for our next podcast. So thanks, guys. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>